Welcome to Craig Owala, the KO Koala Entertainment Halo podcast. My name is Anthony Nicolosi. I am joined by... Marcus, the editor. Sinister Plum, or Jake. And the one and only Potato Boy. Oh, pretty smooth shit. Today, we wow. We're, na- we're getting better at our intros. Fuck, we need Steve Downs to introduce this one too, First but he's, he's really expensive. Uh, oh, yeah, that is. Okay, today we are talking about a rumor. Okay, let me let me let me preface this with saying we are well aware for those who are listening that this rumor could likely be total bullshit, but we're going to pretend like it's as legitimate as it comes straight out of Sketch's mouth. It is the rumor that da, 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 two Halo spin-off games are in development. One is Halo Wars 3. I'm wearing my Halo Wars 2 shirt and it's fucking cool. I bought it at Hot Topic once upon a time. And the other one is a spinoff game involving, it's a campaign spinoff game involving the fire team Osiris from Halo 5, Locke's team, basically, uh, surrounding what they've been up to, the rumor says, what they've been up to during Halo Infinite, which also sort of implies, should this rumor be legitimate, which we're going to assume it is, because of course, that's the rational thing to do. Hey, look. There's an, everybody else is bitching right now about terms of services in like fucking Nabisco snacks. We're going to have some fun and we're going to pretend like this rumor is true. We're going to talk about it. What we'd be excited are would we be excited about these things? Uh, we can we'll also talk a little bit about just the general notion of like these spinoff games. It's been a while since we've had a first. Actually, we've never had a first person spinoff Halo game outside of ODST and ODST is. In a, for a lot of people, their favorite Halo game. So, anyway, we'll talk all these good things. Let's start with the Marcus man. Marcus, let's say Halo Wars 3 is a thing, and let's say there's a spinoff game involving Fireteam Osiris. Would you be hyped? No, yeah, I would absolutely be hyped, especially since, you know, Halo Wars 2 is so good, and part of what this rumor was talking about is that um, it'll continue with the fight with Atriox and, um, more Atriox is always a good thing. Cause like, I will never forget the opening cinematic where Atriox just kicks red team's ass. It was so cool. And I w- I'm so hyped to like, especially cause like they could do so much with another Halo Wars, like with the banish and everything, especially with how it will tie into Halo Infinite. Like, I'm that would be so, so sweet. Um, in terms of the Tafari team of Cyrus thing, um, from what we know, <laughs> hold on, Marcus, uh, hold on, Marcus, you are cutting up so bad. You're cutting up so trailer, bad. It, you know how it showed all the Marcus. pelicans and then they all <laughs> turned out dead, and one of them was Fire Team of Cyrus. I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but that's like. It pretty much confirmed that Osiris is dead. Or, uh, first of all, did you hear me, Marcus? When I was saying, oh you're, shit, I am. You're good right now, but you were cutting up real bad. Uh, so just yeah, you were like going at like quarter of your normal speed. If it happens again, <laughs> I'll be giving you signs and shit. Uh, we'll just like switch to another. I did hear though the general gist of what you said. They there was like uh, on that last note there was a. 
what was it a mega blocks little dude who like he was a brute with special armor apparently not estrum he didn't look exactly like estrum yeah the the lego listing the mega block listing called him hyperius and he had Locke's helmet on his shoulder sort of implying he had you know either killed Locke maybe or beat him in battle somehow got his helmet and was wearing it as a trophy of sorts however uh we have not seen any more of this hyperius nor nor have we like as a side note i there was um there was a book bad blood that came out right after halo 5 well not right after but it's about the events that happened right after halo 5 came out and oh my gosh i'm trying to do this all on the fly and we hear a little bit about what fireteam osiris is doing there but we don't really know what fireteam osiris is doing right now or what they've been up to okay well um I'm going to kind of assume that uh, this Fireteam Osiris spinoff game could be like uh, a game sort of like Reach where it shows them all dying, you know? Interesting. Um, Which I think if if they do that and if they do it well, I think it could be really good because it'll give a lot more emotion and like personality to Fireteam Osiris because I was one of the biggest complaints I've seen against them is that they're just a kind of boring or like they, 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 besides Buck, from what I've heard, Buck is like the only one that was like, Oh my gosh, this isn't, this is insane. I can't believe Buck's a Spartan. Um, but all the other ones, it was just like, who is this? Why do I care about them? These people are pretending to be more important than I actually know. Um, so I think an Osiris game that is done well, really well, could be very, very cool um, and much needed for the because they, it's like it's such a cool concept. It's like a, in Halo Five, it was just like a team to hunt down Master Chief. Like that's so cool. And from what I've heard, it didn't really work out that well. Um, what do you mean so what, from what you've heard? Really what do you mean what, from what you've heard? Like I've heard people talk about the Halo Five campaign, like the Act Man and other game critics and everything, and it was like. But what uh, did you think? Did you not finish the Halo Five campaign? No, I, I personally, I have, I haven't been able to finish it. Gotcha. Um, but from yeah, from what I've seen, it they seem a little bland. From besides like Buck and everything, um, they they like pretended to be more important than uh, they actually were. Or not, not, not that they actually were, but it's like we didn't really understand fully why they were the way they were, um, and so I think a, a Cyrus te- a, a Fire Team Osiris game done really well would be a really good thing. For okay, cool. especially if it ties into Halo Infinite. What do you think, Sinister? Just, that would be so perfect. I feel like um, I, I, I personally like a game like that because well when i look back on halo 5 it's just they never like the only good character in halo 5 on osiris was buck and even then he was less of what he was in odst even though he was a spark that and he could have done so much more but he was less of what he was in odst which was disappointing but anyway the others couldn't really care for him at all like Locke is just 
he's kind of like um a very overconfident guy who thinks he can bring in this like the most powerful super soldier ever to exist so who could take on an army on his own you just like you don't relate to this guy at all. Like he doesn't have a reason. It's just, I was assigned this and I don't have any questions. And he doesn't like, he doesn't feel like he shouldn't do it. There's no like conflict between him and like his officer who assigned him to bring him in. Like there's nothing there. It doesn't really show you that he really gives a shit that he's going. And he's kind of just boring all out. And he thinks he can just go into a suicide mission and go hunt down the master chief without any complaints. And Buck, I, I think Buck is the only one in the campaign who actually said, are we really going to do this? The people are going to hate us for this. And he was the only one who actually gave a shit that they were hunting down the Master Chief. So, and then same with uh, Vale and Tanaka. They were basically just mindless characters just kind of following Locke. And that was about it. Like, Buck could have been the leader, and I'd be... And the others, they could have been mindless, and it could have made Osiris better, somehow. But, yeah, I just, I feel like if they give them a personality in the next game, like something that, because the theme is the UNSC is broken and all that, they're hunted down and all, and they're just, they're in a very bad position. So it's like Halo 1 through 3, where... UNSC has resorted back to Earth and that and that only, and they're just in a really tight position. And I feel like they could do a lot to bring Osiris a personality in that. And it, like, I mean, it it also depends on uh, on the like situation they're in, because they they'll probably not be in the exact same situation as Master Chief per se. So they you might be running. So you Very don't. The way I'm reading your response uh, right now, as it currently stands, you don't really super like uh, team, Fire Team Osiris overall. You think Buck is cool, nope. um, and they are going to have to create a compelling storyline to make that kind of a game interesting you, you, to you. You don't have necessarily. Yeah. For example, for example, imagine that the spinoff game was Blue Team, right? Like the spinoff game is about Fred, Kelly, and Linda. You're them doing some crazy shit even if it's like playing through the events of shadows of reach uh a book that just came out be, for the people idea. who read it so but like that would you say that's more interesting to you than a fire team osiris game um it, it could vary because with fire team osiris i feel like they have a major amount of potential that's the thing it's just 343 did an incredibly shitty job at using their potential in halo 5 so if they could do if they could um, make a spin-off where it uses more of their potential that'd be pretty cool but then the same could go for blue team where they they were like i'd say they were actually projected more uh, uh, like human and all that than osiris because osiris kind of just mindlessly did things where blue team would always have each other's backs and all that in the cutscenes. you'd see that they'd always be communicating and all that through there and, and it wasn't okay. just like we're gonna do this okay so, so we're gonna it do sounds this like it's even. okay it's even to yeah. you it just would depend on yeah, what the story also, and stuff was yeah they, they also gotta like consider what their 
gonna do there because uh, from what I've seen of um, Shadows of Reach, there's a lot that goes down involving the the the, uh, the blue team characters. More specifically, I think uh, what was it like Kelly and her leg or something? Are you are or you did you finish reading it, Chief uh, Sinister? No, I get the sum I get the sum up from Halo Follower and. That was about it. Okay, and but Marcus, you're not going to read something. it either, right? I don't know. Because <laughs> if not, okay, I just made the decision for you. You're not going to read it. We're going to inc- we're going to include it in our conversation a little bit today because I <laughs> yes, think, we're going to have to. Yeah, because I think it plays into especially the Halo Wars threes play. Let me kick it to potatoes. Potatoes. What do you think about these? leaks that we are pretending are super legit and real well the super pretendable leaks that i'm hearing about halo wars 3 is gonna be freaking awesome because after reading shadows of reach you guys don't care anymore um we see atriox come back we don't know what he's gonna do everyone's freaking out like what's atriox gonna do a halo wars 3 showing atriox doing whatever and like showing what he's doing uh, in the beginning of Halo Infinite that's why you don't see him in the trailer to Eshram Um, like you're wondering what is Atrox doing in that uh, time uh, where Chief's battling Eshram on Zeta Halo and um, I feel like they're going to talk about that hopefully we get I don't know what Red Team's doing I want to see some more Red Team because Red Team was freaking badass in both Halo Wars 1 Halo Wars 2. But um, it just going to explain a lot. After playing Halo 5, reading Shadows of Reach, and watching the Halo Infinite gameplay trailer, um, it's there's so much to wonder about. And uh, your main focus on Aatrox. Aatrox is probably like the biggest bad there is. I don't know. That elite commander yeah. would have been sick, but he died. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't yeah, the Zaten, whatever. Um, but uh, Aatrox is for sure the coolest villain I've seen so far. I think he's he's cooler than the Didact. Way, way, way cooler than the Prophets. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's a that's a separate topic we should talk about one time the coolest bad guys in halo or whatever the bad guys in halo i will say yeah to as matej just kind of alluded to that i would say the biggest uh, take a thing that came out of shadows of reach is that atriox is on this side of the galaxy now so he was on the ark for those like uh who don't really understand what's a big what's the big deal about that atriox in halo wars 2 it was was on the ark which is basically just so far away from the Milky Way galaxy, even with slip space and all that bullshit. The only way you can get through that is using Forerunner portals. There's a Forerunner portal on Reach. So like what Shadows of Reach is basically about are the banished on Reach are trying to get uh, to get access to this portal to let Atriox, uh, or at least the way it's initially pitched is actually for them to go through the portal to go help Atriox out on the Ark. But then when Atriox, once they do find the portal and Atriox comes through, it's revealed that like all he actually really wanted to do was to get on this side of the galaxy. Atriox just wanted to get back into the Milky Way galaxy. The Keepers 
of the guard of whatever the whatever their name is the keepers part of the banished the keepers sneak of the into one the freedom. ark at the end the keepers of the one freedom sneak onto the ark at the one end. so i think what halo wars 3 would will be is the conflict of the spirit of fire on the ark but there's no atriox and the keepers of the one freedom come in instead at, like as well i'm sorry so you have banished you have spirit of fire and red team and you have keepers of one freedom you know that they've also really recently released the flood. I think that will kind of be like the interesting thing. I'm not sure if the creating Cortana stuff will be in there. So that was like I would say that one of the main takeaways. The other thing is that Blue Team Blue Team is not after the portal in the book. They're after um, they uh, they are sent houses. down there. Yeah, for a special in, uh, what's the word infiltration into a, a secret infiltration into castle base castle or underneath base. castle base or whatever there's a secret lab of halsey's where they're pulling out some weird bio i don't remember what they call it but like uh, bio spoofers well no they use the bio spoofers to get in there but it's like biological something a biological tube a tube containing biological matter of some sort on the inside that apparently is, Halsey thinks is important and will help them defeat Cortana. They don't say exactly what it is. They do successfully get it. Yes, as Sinister is speaking of, Blue Team gets pretty beat up in the process of doing all this. Uh, things go things get go pretty crazy, but anyway, that's... Well, I was thinking... I, I couldn't stop myself from thinking this while reading the end of the book while Atrox is going through the portal and the Keepers go to the Ark because it's part of their religion or something, to die on the Ark or whatever. I was thinking, once Atrox leaves and the Keepers are going in the portal to the Ark, somehow Red Team manages to get in the portal. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's probably not anything about that ever, but yeah, I just kind of stopped myself from thinking hey, it's a cool Here's idea. The thing, though, narratively, if you're 343, three, uh, as long as Red Team are not really in the same timeline as Master Chief or not directly... Red Team can kind of get substituted in as Master Chief in any story they're in. You know what I mean? Like, Jerome... Is, uh, is Red Team all Spartan 2s? Yeah, they're all Spartan 2s. So they're 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 similarly badass. In fact, some people even say that, like, if Chief ever dies, Jerome would be a great replacement. Like, they're, like, at the same kind of character as Chief. They're, like, those, like, stoic, super mega badasses, silent types. Different than, like, Fireteam Osiris, who are much more personable. They're much more normal human. And, that like, that right? They weren't kidnapped when they were kids and turned into super soldiers. They're, like, normal, super good soldiers who then get upgraded into Spartans. So um, I think that... I don't know if I was three, four, three's narrative team. I didn't, while it would be cool to have like this Avengers style, red team, blue team, all this shit, big, huge battle. You probably wouldn't mind not, you know, having those separate storylines and building that up a little bit before you have sort of that end game kind of huge thing. I'll be back. So, um, from my perspective, I think that's, what Halo Wars three would be was is is that kind of a story uh, with the keepers of the one freedom included as well and Atriox. I think an interesting thing about uh, the Shadows of Reach. I don't know what you guys think, Marcus and Sinister, is the fact that Atriox now could. It, I, I I'll go I'll go as far as to say is he's probably in Halo Infinite. 
least somewhere down the ten-year plan in my eyes, I'd say. Because when I agree with that, it's like because Infinite's going to be ten years, so I feel like they'll because they will evolve this over time. That is just going to be confirmed. They say it's going to be like a platform for other Halo games, so it's going to be like a new MCC. But at the same time. They also said it's the last mainline and that they're going to evolve infinite. So so the game's going to it's going to get added to like I'm assuming Destiny style like with Destiny 2. They they add they just added planets and all that and the maps they've changed and all. So I feel like that might be a course of direction and then they'll probably because the they're, what what are the name Hand of Atriox. Mm-hmm. It's like those seven. There's there's um, Eshram. So far, what we know is they have Eshram and um, Jaga, which are two out of the seven hands of Atri or. Are there seven? Whatever things. Yeah, there's seven. Who said so that? We still have five more. I think it was in the um, um, it's the. I mean, you might you uh, might be right. The and Jaga thing. I might have missed it that there's seven of them, but. Yeah, yeah, I, I might be confused too. But if there is seven, then we're probably gonna have all of that going down, and all and we're gonna like probably hunt them down bit by bit. Damn, if like there's seven a, like and we only know things. two, that means there's like five more. That Hyperius dude that you're talking about could be one of those five. Oh, he 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 isn't. He isn't. Uh, you can see the um, they they got specific it? marks on them that show the hand of Atriox. Hmm. And but just, uh, didn't uh in Shadows of Reach they set a couple of them? Uh, they, they, maybe, but they also, in Shadows of Reach, they, um, were talking about a few elites and all that, or, uh, elites and brutes that are. Yeah. When they're walking through the portal, they're, uh, what, what is his name? Uh, the sword master, Sangiri sword master that. Yeah. Castro or whatever. That, that, um, that, that sword master, he's, um, he's on the map in infinite. We we're and it's like a target thing so it's probably an assassination mission hmm. but i don't know no, he yeah, went yeah, to the yeah, arc yeah. with the keepers yeah uh, did he no that's yeah. uh, you're talking about gadagai yeah gadagai yeah what, who, that, that's what i was talking about sinister i was saying gadagai was, gadagai was saying talking about all the like huge brutes that Wait. were coming through the portal before atriox did but were those the Oro hand of atriox Fact. I, I, he was saying something about him. He that said they like were super, super badass. I remember that part. And that they were like, yeah, this guy's fucking crazy because he killed 500 people with his toothbrush. And this guy's fucking crazy because, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> they say all this kind of stuff. But I don't remember, I don't remember them saying they were, uh, Hand of Atriox necessarily. Wait, anyway. um, well, they could be. They could be. Arco Vagadun. That yeah. guy's a guy in the book. Yeah? If, uh, he's actually not in the book. I don't think. He's or in the was book. he in he's the short in, story? Yes, he's Walmart. in the short story that's only yeah. included if you pre, <laughs> pre-order the fucking Walmart version. But uh, right. the, the yes, he is, so, did it say that he was one of them? Uh, no, it, he he's not one of the okay. hands of Atriox. So but uh, like let me, let me um, But yes, he is um, he is a very important Banish member, and he was on the mini map in Halo Infinite. Like if you see that part where they press pause. He's down in the corner, yeah. a, a, a second. kind of implying he's like an assassination mission or something like that uh, in Halo. Here, Infinite. I got the I got the picture right here. He's at the bottom left. 
You're going to show us a picture, but you're not going to use your freaking webcam, bro. I don't got a webcam, man. Just use your just use your phone like the, the bros are, you know? I don't Red know and blue here. Uh, anyway. The, yes. I guess I could go for black. Well, anyways, Anthony, let's get your take on the leaks. My yeah. takes on the leaks. First of all, I think... I personally think Halo 5... This is controversial. Okay. This is controversial. I'll say the first thing I'm going to say. I'm going to say a few things. <laughs> okay. Halo 5 shouldn't have had any chief missions, and it should have been a spinoff game completely. You should have only been Osiris. Uh, you should have... I agree with Sinister. They should have done more uh, regarding like fleshing out the, the characters. Like Before Halo 5 came out, there was Nightfall, which was that, you know, not awesome movie. Yeah, the one, the one with Locke. <laughs> not like, good, yeah. yeah. Uh, with, he was a, with Locke. He that, so that was supposed to, like, sort of introduce Locke as a character. There was a book that actually was really good. I, I think it's called Hunters in the Dark. I read that one. That one introduced Vale. Tanaka, I think, was introduced in comics, if I remember correctly. So the characters were all introduced in their, like, separate mediums, and then you just go into the game... If you did not read those things, if you did not watch those, for example, I'll definitely say that having read Hunters of the Dark made me like Olympia Vale more going into Halo 5. Like, she was like one of them where I was like, oh, it's the Hunters in the Dark. Uh, Tanaka, unfortunately, like her comic didn't do much for me. And Nightfall was like a huge letdown for me personally. So, Buck was was cool. Buck was cool, right? Like, you're going into it, Buck is cool. And then um, Vale, I think. had a benefit from going into the store. What were you going to say, Potatoes? I was going to say Tanaka was my favorite character. Really? Why? On Boot, uh, I was Osiris. I don't know. When you play, chose, had like a thing to choose all characters, I would always choose Tanaka. I don't know, maybe because she had a DMR, but that's the reason I liked her the I mean, best. she's got that kind of like shut the fuck up, beat you up kind of personality. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is funny. That's just it. Keep going. Uh, so yeah, from a fire team Osiris perspective, I agree. I I think that what Halo Five showed. I I think of comparing Halo Five to Halo Two, where nobody knew about the Arbiter, but then you play those first few missions, especially those first few cutscenes. Like you didn't even necessarily have to play as Arbiter immediately. They just had those cutscenes of his perspective of getting branded by the Prophets, of him being on that drop ship, the Phantom Inn, and being like. You know, when Artest tells him, like, N- you know, these their lives matter to me, yours does not. And he's like, that's two of us. You already have, like, you go into the first time playing as Arbiter with already so much um, emotional buy-in, I guess, uh, from that very first mission where you spot, you know, you come out with the prophets with the, the fucking energy sword on the gas mine or whatever. You already like Arbiter so much. And I, it was, for me personally, even though those were only just, what, a couple minutes of cutscenes for the Arbiter before you played a hit for him, as him for the first time, they were way more effective than the extended lore that you got for Fireteam Osiris going into the game. I just do not think that works, personally. I think that you have to introduce them within the medium to some extent, first. And I don't necessarily think it takes a lot either, like the Arbiter kind of showed. Like, if you would have had a cutscene of Locke, um, you know that part where Locke was trying to save the... um, 
he's trying to take down the elite with the fucking like bio weapon or whatever in nightfall. If you would have had a cutscene yeah. about that, like at the beginning, uh, showing him going through that something of like, that might've been all you needed to sort of have an, a connection with the guy, but going into it, it does kind of seem like he's just some like cold, arrogant. Honestly, I think that his, the way he's written in the dialogue he has doesn't give him much depth either. He's pretty short with his, like Buck's like, you know, everyone's going to hate us, you know? And he's like, you're not the only one here because of him. That's like all that he says. Like, uh, there's no, there's not, there's not more there. You know, there's nothing to, to get connected to in the game. So that's, that's how I personally feel. That's my beep. So a fire team Osiris side mission on one hand could potentially be interesting, but here's what I think (laughs) in reality. I don't think that's going to happen because we already got so much fire team Osiris if you've got to make sure that the next Fire Team Osiris is movie game is amazing, maybe like what Marcus said, maybe that would be amazing. Where they all die, <laughs> like you're Fire Team Osiris, and you're like going into some banished thing, and essentially Fire Team Osiris like gives their life to help the UNSC, like in a super dangerous mission shit thing. Uh, okay, that could be cool. But like, if you have another game that just is lukewarm again it's got to be really good it's got to be really powerful it's got to be whatever uh narratively i don't know if at that point if it's not it's like can we erase fire team osiris it's like their last chance i guess is what i'm saying yeah what you're saying is like absolutely right like you couldn't get connected with these characters because you know, you had to do your homework in order to understand any of them. But the only one on Fireteam Osiris that wasn't like that was Buck because he was in uh, an ODST. And that's why I think so many people loved Buck so much was because, like, people saw him, like, progress. Like, you, you saw him in ODST and it's like, oh, my gosh, he's so he's so fucking cool. And then um, – in Reach, there's like a little Easter egg when you're picking your fire firefight voice, where it's like the little description is like, if he was any better, he would be a Spartan. And then in Halo 5, he was a Spartan. And it was like, holy shit, he's so cool. And then he got lumped with all these other people that were uh, pretty uninteresting unless you read all the extra media and stuff. So, yeah, a spinoff game, um, potentially where they die, would definitely help osiris's reputation um among the halo community in my also i don't think buck isn't osiris anymore isn't that right at the yeah in that bad blood book osiris kind of got broken up i could totally see him like kind of getting reassigned like he he wasn't on osiris in bad blood after halo 5 but i could see them being like okay buck we need you guys back together you know to stop oh it's like hold on pause buck better not die in that I, yeah, that, I was just going to say, I kind of want to see, like, if Locke is going to die, I want to see him sacrificing his ass for for Buck. I really don't give a fuck what, about him. Actually, hold on really quick. Let me dope. ask you. What would you guys think, okay, in Infinite or in this game, what this Osiris game, if there was a brute like kind of like Estrom or something that showed up and just murders Locke, what would you, would you think, would you be more impressed by that brute would it make the brute feel like more um i don't know ominous and scary 
than if he would have just killed like any normal Spartan? No. Okay. It, it, <laughs> no. It, it, it would depend on how it plays out. Like if Locke's like going at him with all he's got and he's not even like denting because the fact of the matter is Locke is still a Spartan and Spartans are fucking strong and they're like, like, like they don't because like with the whole Spartan serum, like people die getting it. And so you have to be like the best of the best in order to survive it and then become a Spartan, especially to be assigned to hunt down Master Chief. So like Locke is kind of not cool, but he's still a Spartan. And if it's like it shows him like trying his best to beat this brute and the brute just is not, you know, like nothing's happening and he just destroys him. That would be pretty intimidating. Be like, oh, damn. I think, but for I think for them to have to like redeem Locke, is Locke has to be like sacrificing himself for like Master Chief to be able to defeat Cortana. Like he has to get something for them to be defeat Cortana. Like basically, Noble Team had to sacrifice their lives basically for Chief to get Cortana. No, Osiris is doing the opposite, and like if the. Uh, Locke is the last Spartan alive. Everyone else on his team died. He like shreds through a mid, like a huge firefight of Coven uh, Co- banished, and he's kicking ass. And then this one giant brew, like you were saying, comes in like just grabs him like uh, Aatrox did to Red Team, uh, and just like destroys him. I think that would like make that brew like such a badass but also like fix Locke's reputation as a, a spartan i guess but why would it you mean if he died in this way while helping chief somehow then it would yeah. then it would save his reputation yeah okay like right. chief would have chief would be doing this thing like he's like putting in this code or something that like is bringing cortana back or i don't know Something like Chief needs his back covered, and Locke is just like taking everybody on. Pretty dope. I, I'd say that, like, because Locke is one of the most powerful Spartan force, if not top five, I'd say. So, of his rank, he is clearly very powerful, very capable. So if a brute were to um, beat the shit out of him, like like we were saying, if he was going at him full strength and all, and a brute just it didn't flinch and just beat the shit out of him, like um like Atriox when all he of Red, Red Team, Team. Yeah. was going at him and all that, and he just wouldn't flinch and he just crushed um, Mjolnir armor and a shoulder of a Spartan at the same time. So that's basically him crushing the strongest metal on bones that are comparable to, let's say some of the strongest metal. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of fucking damage. What you're saying is Atriox is a strong boy. And if, if somebody kills Locke, who is also strong boy, then he's very strong, bad boy. Yes. Yeah, I'd say so, and I feel like Hyperius might be the, like, the fit for it, because I mean, it, like he has a he has a thing on the, uh, on uh, he has his helmet on his shoulders. I well, cannot tell you, but he also just looks like. If it. this ends up being true, how fucking pissed I'm gonna be, 
that we found out Lockett's killed from a fucking Mega Bloks figure. I'm not kidding. They, that will really piss me off. But they did say that. That was um, so stupid. They didn't, yeah. they didn't spoil anything major. They said so. If Lock is dead, then it's clear that there, like, there's there's yeah, a few he, options here. They either know that no one really gives a fuck about Lock, or well, think they know. Uh, second, there's just that much going on that Lock's death isn't going to be much of a uh, much of a dent in the story to you. Or three, that was a lie. Well, so I think three is just That's like you know. Atriox busted Red Team and then keeps the helmet. Uh, you know, it could just be something like that. He didn't kill Locke. Maybe he beats Locke up yeah. and Locke almost dies, but Osiris saves him and his helmet's left on the battlefield and they take it as a trophy or something. So, you know, I was honestly, when Atriox almost killed Douglas, I was also upset. Like, I was like, God dang, we are, like, so low on Spartan 2s, and you guys are fucking getting them killed for no effect. Like, that happened in the Blue Team's next 72-hour comics after Halo 4, right? Where to make Didact seem bad, they he kills, he murders and slaughters all of Black Team, which was bullshit. Yep. Bullshit. So stupid. Black Team was just so cool, though. Well, and, yeah, and that on so top good. of that. It's like, why Black Team? Kill, like gray team or something like they, somebody they we haven't like heard they, from in fucking five six years and nobody super cares created osiris on the side in comics and killed yeah, them it could have just been and fucking spartan force osiris's replacement black it could have been a lot better dude black team had Ugh. comedic relief they were funny they had some so inside joke shit and they fucking killed them we should have another podcast about how dare they kill black team <laughs> Really I cannot wanna, believe wanna, like, they killed Black Team. It was so stupid. And in the, I don't remember what collector's edition or whatever. There's a of some book. There's like the director's cut, or maybe it's just a YouTube video somewhere where uh, the writer at the time was Brian Reed, and he was talking about what he was thinking for some of those through Spartan Ops, I think, in the comics as well. I want to say Black Team was like to because because the audience had a connection with Black Team. It made them being the ones killed much more like resonant power, like how bad the didact was and stuff. But I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it that that's what in a fucking comic. Holy yeah, they shit! Have a, they have a tendency to put very cool and very important or very just in like very big things comics. Shit, that's awful. It's like, imagine if Spider-Man was killed in the comic series in, like, a novel or something. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Like, in a fortune cookie is really the equivalent. Wait, guys. I'm just scrolling through Instagram looking at memes and all. And in my feed, I got a Halo one. It is about Buck. And the the one, if he was better, he'd be a Spartan. That is fucking simulation. Great. Dude. Yes, we are in a simulation. In Potatoes, simulation. do you got any closing thoughts? Yes. Okay, let's hear them. Um, <laughs> I got to think about them first. Just kidding. <laughs> um, well, I was just thinking about when you're saying how dare they kill black team like that. I was like, three for three and like Halo just killed off some really cool people. In stupid ways, <laughs> like like uh, that one elite Zatan, whatever, blah blah blah, 
Yeah. Like, they kill that dude, like, the stupidest way ever because the grunt was messing with a bomb on their ship or something, and he died. It could have been, like... I don't know if I know anybody character. more salty about his death than you. What? I think you are the saltiest... I don't think I know anybody who's more yeah. salty about that guy dying than you are. That's dude, true, because yeah. he could have been so freaking cool. He could have been Atriox, maybe even better than Atriox. Yeah, Atriarch. he was. He was super cool. <laughs> And I can't believe they killed him like that. It's stupid. Uh, but other than that, I didn't Dude, really Sergeant say Johnson is still going to be my overall, I can't believe they kill him worse. Like, Marty, yeah, yeah, that Marty said that he, it was Marty O'Donnell's choice. Like, literally the only thing that's saving Marty O'Donnell is that he made my favorite soundtrack ever. But <laughs> he... Uh, Wait, you're uh, saying Marty said that Marty was the one... What? Marty was the one because Joe Staten was busy with, I don't remember what the fuck. He wasn't directly re writing Halo 3. Marty said that the story, Halo 3 story, which I kind of agree with him. If you don't have Sergeant Johnson's death, if you don't have Miranda's death, had didn't have enough like emotional impact to it. So he killed, Sar it's Marty's fault that Sergeant Johnson died. No, the act man actually Shit, said Marty. something about this because he like raided the Halo campaigns. And he said that um, Sergeant Johnson dying and uh, forgot. I already forgot her name. Um, the girl. God, how come I can't? Miranda. My brain just like turned Miranda. off. Miranda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God. Um, he said like they didn't need to die, but the reason why they died was because Halo Three wasn't emotional enough. Because this was like the end of the trilogy. They needed to like. Right you know, pull some shit out. And he thought it was really stupid because it was just like, they just died. And that, that was, that was that, you know, wasn't Sergeant Johnson a Spartan? Uh, he was, he was yeah, part he was of the, one. like, if you will, Spartan one program. But, um, those guys didn't ever get Mjolnir and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't get the Spartan. Spartan one is like the worst. And there's like Spartan four and Spartan three. And Spartan Two is the best. It just doesn't make any sense. We'll have Although, to do we'll have to do a podcast about yeah. the Spartans and their the different tiers and everything. Yeah, so much we can podcast Johnson, about. He he was actually supposed to be infected by the flood in Halo One, except he uh, since he was a Spartan One, uh, yeah, the chemicals or whatever yeah. in his or his augmentations set off the flood. It really disturbed them, so they didn't want to infect him at all. So. Technically, he was—he's more resilient than the Master Chief to, to like the flood. Yep. So true. he has some very beefed up. <clears throat> okay. So anyways, yeah. The, closing thoughts from Potatoes. Back, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess Halo Wars Three would be sick. I'm—I kind of hope they do a, a Cyrus, whatever, knockoff game, spinoff game, to fix the reputation of that team. Uh, especially Locke, because Locke has potential to be super sick. And, yeah. Uh, this, what this if Halo Wars are... 3 was a shooter? Dude. Yes. <laughs> I know it won't happen, but fuck it should, man. I wish, yeah, dude, I wish it would. These leaks, 
the leaks and whatever we said on this podcast are 100 percent true so everyone listen <laughs> yeah <okay>? yeah <laughs> included in those leaks it's a shooter yeah, yeah. just so everybody knows everything we said is 100 percent canon yeah <laughs> i like this yes. delay you guys whoever if you're listening to it in audio format only watch video just to see marcus like teleport <laughs> yeah, like, like a promethean <laughs> yeah uh Dude, if you would have played, imagine, imagine playing, imagine playing the opening of Halo Wars Two, where you go into that base as Red Team in a shooter, yeah, you, and you get your ass kicked Ooh. by Atriox first hand. Oh, yeah, what if you could do, like for Halo Three, you like you're able to do all the RTS stuff and like you are yeah, and you just do all that stuff, and then there are points where you could teleport down to the battlefield and be first person like marine or like odst or something like going into battle <laughs> it would be my, awesome. I mean, it might be yeah. interesting would be crazy yeah you all of a sudden you just like teleport in you're an odst and a warthog with fucking like 300 banshees and shit like whoa yeah <laughs> i don't know it'll be hard to implement what's going that. on yeah that'd be really hard but any damn, other final thoughts cool. potatoes nope uh Loving Halo. Loving Halo. Living that Halo life. Go Halo. Yeah, shit. If you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, let us know. Um, if you have any topics you want us to cover, we already we already bust out a couple ones talking about the Spartan ranks. Who's got the best, you know, lady skills? Who's got the what? Yeah, yeah the, I miss the, that one. The biggest <laughs> wang. Those are the kinds of things people oh, want to know about. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. We were talking about <laughs> cyberpunk earlier today, so yeah. That's what we're my, my cyberpunk character. We should do a whole podcast on Yes, yes, yes. We should do a whole podcast on potatoes' favorite elite. Well, there's lots we can do. Anyway, yeah, dude, I would talk for hours about how stupid that was. Okay, yeah, we should, we should, we should do a stupid narrative Halo crap podcast, including Sergeant Johnson's death and all that stuff. Anyway, right on to everyone who's watching right now, the few, and to the many who watch later. We'll see you. Thank you. Have a Thanks. good evening. Finish the fight. So long. Ooh, finish. Bye. Bye.